0: The following podcast is by Mr. Jim Kaler, elder law and special needs attorney, helping and protecting those who need long-term care. And welcome back to Answers for Elders Podcast Network with elder law attorney in the state of Ohio, Mr. Jim Kaler from the Kaler Law Firm. And his website is www.protectingseniors.com. Dot com. And we've been talking about preparing for long term care and really, um, how do you do that? And Jim, do you want to give us a little bit of a summary uh, before we go into our final segment?
1: Sure, sure. So we're talking about protecting your assets now because you're worried about long term care in your future. Mm-hmm. Okay, So that there's three strategies. You can do nothing. You can buy insurance and you have assets away mm-hmm. in segment. Um, in segment two, we talked a lot about the do nothing and uh, segment three, in part of two and three, we talked about buying insurance. And then in three, we started talking about giving assets away. Uh, there are two ways to give assets. Boy, I guess dumb luck landed on the right slide just by holding the right button. There um, you go. The, uh, you can give assets away now while you're healthy. Uh-huh. before you need care, because again, we're talking about pre-planning here. You're worried about sure. care. You're not needing care yet, okay? You can give give gifts away, and this is called gifting. You're giving things away, so it is a gift in Medicaid's mind, an improper transfer, they call it, okay? You can give them directly to someone or to a charity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or, I mean, anyone will take your money, I suppose, so you can give the gift to anyone. Uh, or you can use an irrevocable trust, mm-hmm. so that controls it, while you're still alive or some other controlling date, okay? Mm -hmm. We talked about the trust and the the criteria we've been using uh, and you'll see it on the trust screen here, the cost to implement the strategy, the risk added by the strategy, and this is a financial risk added by the strategy, the convenience of using the strategy, how much uh, control do you maintain over your money, excuse me, and the likelihood of protecting your assets. Those -hmm. are the criteria we've been using through all the comparisons and our last discussion is on direct gifts and then we'll we'll probably tie everything together and try to summarize okay
0: Okay. so
1: the direct gifts are gifts usually to your children could be to your grandchildren niece nephew Mm -hmm. could be to a charity okay if you give money away outside the family do not expect to get any of it back i don't care how badly you need it
0: I don't think you're going to expect to get it back in the family. <laughs> it depends.
1: That depends on your family. Okay. <laughs> okay. If, uh, if my mother were to give assets to me or my sisters, I would be very surprised if we didn't give them back. Should she need them? Okay. Okay. There. Now you may have to be careful in how you do that. So as not mm. to create an additional Medicaid problem, but that's something that where you should get help from an elder law attorney. Right. Okay. Um, And I think before you make a direct gift, you got to get help from an elder law attorney. If you're in Ohio, please call me. Uh, If you're in another state, please look up an elder law attorney through the National Academy of Elder Law Attorneys, Mm -hmm. org. We simply call it NALA. Um, A rather ungraceful way to thing to call it, but it fits the letters. Mm -hmm. Okay, Um, NALA.org will have a find an attorney button. Once you find them, that will find NALA members. Go check the individual websites and see if long-term care is really what they focus on. All you got to do is join NALA to get on there. And an estate planning attorney, someone who writes wills and powers of attorney and doesn't do long-term care, can be an elder law attorney by joining. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so look for look through the directory to someone who really does long-term care. You may have to file a title document if it's the house or a car. Uh, you may have to do the paperwork at your financial house in order to change the name on an account or have them open a new account and move stuff over, mm-hmm. okay? If you if you have stock directly from the company, you got to do the paperwork to tell the company, hey, here's the new owner of the stock, okay? Uh, but still, that's, a, it, that's low cost. Right. Uh, you can hire somebody to do it or not, but still low cost, okay? The risk-admini strategy is high. You're giving this up. And they can spend it, they can mm-hmm. squander it, or they can own it and then get into a car accident and injure LeBron James's kid and get sued for everything they've got. And since right. what they've got now includes what you gave them, that's right. at risk. True. Okay. Or they could get divorced. Now, in theory, at least in Ohio, but my suspicion is this is probably true across most or all of the states. Mm-hmm. Gifts from family are not included in divorce proceedings. If spouse one gets money from family, spouse two can't put a claim on it and fight it through the divorce court. Mm -hmm. That is gift inside the family. Spouse two doesn't get a shot at it in divorce. But like with all litigation, most divorces end in negotiation rather than litigation. It doesn't go to court. It simply gets blessed in court because they worked it out in a conference room. Right. So in a conference room, it's all at risk. Hey, True. you got money. You want you want me to go away. I want some of that money. I don't care where it came from. I want some of that money. So the True. risk is high. Okay. The convenience is low. You've given it away. You've got to go through the hassles to give it away. So giving it away is relatively convenient, but what happens to it after that? Inconvenient completely. It ain't yours. You can't touch it. It's gone. You don't know what they're doing with it. And you you can ask, but they have the right to tell you, no, I'm not going to tell you. Okay? Right. Your control over the money, at least what you gave away is, it's beyond low. It's zero. You gave it up. You can ask them to invest in a particular way. You can ask them to give it to particularly charities. You can ask them to hold it for someone you want to have it later in life, say a grandchild for education. And maybe they will listen to you, but they aren't obligated to do so. They now, okay. And the likelihood of protecting those assets is moderate. Again, because of the need to go five years before we ask for Medicaid's help. If you don't make it through the five years, then everything you gave away is gonna be counted against you before you're eligible to get full Medicaid coverage. That's why it's moderate. In addition, if the person, and we, we talked about this a little bit, if the person gives it back to you you've now maybe blown a hole in your whole plan because Mm -hmm. if the state wants to really be aggressive, oh, obviously you can get that back. So we're going to count it all as if you still own it. Correct. Okay. So it's a huge problem. So that that is how we compare the criteria that I've set out. What's high uh, cost to, to implement? What's low cost? What's convenient? What's not? What allows you to keep control of your money? The choice of what you want to do going forward may depend on those criteria and what you want out of your money, your peace of mind and your life. I can't tell you which is the right way, because what might be the right way for me is probably not going to be the right way for you. There's only four or five choices here, you know, traditional insurance, uh, assets, tight insurance, direct gift to somebody, uh, gifts into a trust. So I guess there's five choices. Do nothing of those four. Yeah. But still what you choose and you can mix and match, by the way, Okay. What you choose to do is yours. It's your personal money. It's your peace of mind. And what I tell people on whether to plan ahead is how well are you sleeping at night? If you're losing sleep, worrying about this, then do something. If you would lose more sleep by doing something, giving away to a trust, giving it to your kids, paying long-term care insurance premiums or life premiums for a policy that has long-term care insurance on it, If you don't like the idea of giving up control Mm -hmm. at all, and you don't like the idea of paying an insurance premium, fine. Don't do anything. Just remember plan B. Should you need long-term care later, seek out an auto law attorney. We can, based on my experience in Ohio, save roughly 40% of what you've got. But until you needed care, you had complete control and you were as happy as you were going to be. Again, that happiness is personal. Okay. So yep. I'm not going to say this is going to make you happy
0: <laughs> exactly. we all know plenty of
1: unhappy people. Okay. <laughs> but you've made your own personal choice and carried it out. And that's great. Mm-hmm. That's what I want for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is really interesting because obviously there's so many ways in which you can um, u- utilize trust. You can utilize gifts, but every single situation, it's unique to everyone. Yes. And obviously, Um, consulting an elder law attorney that understands what long-term cares about, what your care plan may be in the future, depending on what your, you know, situation is. And, and it may be for the fact that, you know, maybe husband has Alzheimer's and, uh, you know, wife is very healthy and worried about the fact of losing their home or different things like that. So every situation is unique, Jim. And I am so grateful that you've taken the time to go through this with us because so often we just don't realize what we're, you know, what all is there. I mean, and, and obviously there's nobody, there's no cookie cutter solutions. It's, it's everything is unique. And in addition, in addition, yeah,
1: while Medicaid is very, very similar from state to state, Mm -hmm. it is not identical. Right. And the federal government sets the framework, but every state can have their own little criteria as long as they stay within the guardrails. In addition to that, trusts are state animals. OK, so what is necessary for a trust in Ohio? is <coughs> probably going to be sim- excuse me, probably got to be similar to what's necessary for a trust in Washington. But right. Could have some different nuances.
0: Mm-hmm. OK,
1: so so look for someone who works in your state before yes. you do any of this yes
0: yes well this is really really good information and for each and every one of you that are interested in working with jim or an elder law attorney please go to naela if you live outside of ohio.org naela.org um but if you're in the state of ohio uh, jim where are you located and tell us a little bit about your um your, uh, your realm of practice.
1: Okay. I'm in Richfield, uh, for those who don't remember where the Cavs used to play, that's halfway between Cleveland and Akron. I'm, (laughs) I'm I'm in near the Northeast corner of Ohio. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, but I have clients all over Ohio. That's right. Ohio is similar. And I say similar, it's supposed to be identical. But the way Giaga Medicaid views a rule and the way Portage Medicaid views a rule, even though they're right next to each other, could be different. I've even Uh had two people whose desks are next to each other view the rules differently. But the, the language of the rules are the same. And I have had clients as far away as the Michigan, Indiana corner of the state. I've had clients down near Cincinnati.
0: It, yeah i can help the miracles with technology over. and of, of zoom yep. we can actually work with clients um throughout and just like we do at answers for elders and we are again so grateful to you yep. for breaking all this down i think it's really important that we you know that you pay attention as soon as possible to prepare you know for the future and the in- inevitable and if not you know There's a lot of fallback if you don't. So, Jim, thank you so much. And go
1: back and check our podcast on powers of attorney.
0: Yes. Messing
1: with your money. A good power of attorney is a big part of planning ahead for long-term care.
0: Boy, that's a very good point. And I couldn't agree with you more. So thank you, Jim. I am very excited to learn about this. And again, for everyone, this presentation will be up on our YouTube channel. Um, So uh, stay tuned. State of Ohio residents, you have a friend to help you navigate long-term care while protecting your assets. You can reach Jim at www.protectingseniors.com, or just email him at hyphen afe That's J afe at protectingseniors.com.